Welcome everybody to another episode of Chris and Dave's Reality Cast. I am one of your hosts, Chris Phelps, and my co-host and very good friend is Mr. Dave Horrocks. Hey there, Chris, and hello to our listeners out there. You're listening to Chris and Dave's Reality Cast, the 53rd most popular uh, TV <laughs> reviews podcast on the iTunes chart in Australia, Chris. So, <laughs> <laughs> so all I've got to say to you, how are you, you bloody whinging pom? <laughs> I'm not bad, you bloody bastard. I'm not even doing an accent, but yeah. <laughs> well, I like the Aussie, our Aussie listeners, Dave, so thank you very much for that. That's, uh, well, we might get into the top 50, so let's see how we, how we go. I thought you were going to say something like Uzbekistan or something. I think we were number one in Jamaica at one point, Dave, or something. So, yeah, like, let's... Uh... It was something like that. I think we do all right. So the US and, and Great Britain... Canada is usually where we we do quite well, but uh, yeah, we're doing quite well in. Oh, look at that, Singapore! We're actually thirty first. Well, there you go. <laughs> Send us some tickets. We'll come and do a live show around the when we can around the world. That's awesome. But yeah, we do sometimes get some uh, some more outlandish ones there. I'm sure, we popped up in Cuba, which is. Uh, um, Bit of, a, bit of a strange one. I don't know yeah. if they have Temptation Island on over there. But anyway, anyway, Chris, getting on to Season 3, Episode 8 of Temptation Island. We open up the episode. We've got the kind of post-video conversations, uh, discussions. You know, Tom, he seems quite upset. You know, he seems to have woken up to the fact that oh, Chelsea might not be totally into him. Um and Julian's basically saying, you know, you should just enjoy being here. You know, you're not going to uh, have this opportunity every time. So he seemed to be uh, saying, you know, fill your boots. Yeah, big time. I know it's weird, isn't it? Because we always say about how the videos are portrayed. And I have got a bit of finger tonight. It's complete shit stirring. I know this is what the show is about. But Tom <laughs> insinuated that the way she was talking was like she'd done something. She was justifying it. We know that. It was strange how they kept it back till the end of the episode. But Tom was onto something there. I've got to be honest, Dave, I said about both of them, they're not a great relationship. I think it's quite a toxic relationship. But the way I'm, I'm swaying more to Tom now. I like, I know he has been flirting that and I'm not saying that's right. And, and obviously rubbing the cream and we've gone over it a few times now. But Chelsea is fucking deluded, Dave. She is 100% deluded. She's looking for any breadcrumb of something to win an argument to justify her behaviour. And that has been apparent from the start. He's not been innocent, Tom, but I am I am team Tom this week, Dave, because Chelsea is fucking horrible, Dave. I'm sorry, she is. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm in agreement with you. I think that's what I said last week, wasn't it? That, you know, she's just reflecting all that negative energy onto him. And I'm not Tom's biggest fan, Um but compared to what she's like, you know, and, and she's she's doing what she's doing with Blake. That's fair enough. It's Temptation Island. Get on with it. But it's the fact that she's doing that, but then saying, oh, yeah, Tom, he doesn't respect our relationship. <laughs> it's like, come on, wake up, have a look at yourself. You know what I mean? Um, so, yeah, and, and Tom seemed genuinely gutted about that didn't he you know because i know he's he's been kind of flirty with um oh what's her name 
Sophia. Uh, Sophia, that's the one. He's been flirty with her, you know, and um, you know we see tonight, don't we? He's giving her a bit of a lap dance and whatever. But I don't think he, I don't think he stepped beyond just being flirty with her. Not not from what I've seen. Um, whereas, like I say, Chelsea's stepped a, a, quite a bit further. Even before kissing Blake, you know, she's got just closer to him. You can tell that she has. Um, so, yeah, just, again, Chris, it's like we always say with these things. What What is, you know, what I'll demonise you for, I'll excuse myself for. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, she's just a, a massive hypocrite, isn't she? But, yeah, you know, I think, I'll tell you what, did take me back a bit. The lads seemed a bit surprised Erica didn't send a video. And it's like, really? Yeah. <laughs> you can see what Kendall's up to. You really surprised that she didn't send a video at all? You know what, though, Dave? This, you know, we talked about this last week, and I know we got called out slightly for sort of favouring the girls over the lads on social media. And that's fine. That, that's why we talk about it. We debate these things. Are we right? Are they, you know, are you guys right? It doesn't matter. It's, it's our opinion on, on each person. But Kendall still seems confident that he can win Erica back. But she's seen him cheat on her once with Alexis, then cheat on her in a threesome. But yet, like you say, they're all shocked by that. And it's like, what... There's something not right and something missing. And I know, look, that article we, we got last week, we got sent on Facebook, was basically that they were even a real couple, which would exonerate Kendall from what he's done because if they're not together, then he's doing nothing wrong. However, the narrative we're being told on the show, whether it's obviously it's got to be producer-led, they may be lying to the actual producers and the directors of the show, is they're together. We've seen Erica getting upset. We've seen her you know, crying and saying like she has nothing for him. Where do you draw the line, Dave? If we see it just as what we see on the screen, then Kendall's the bad guy in this whole situation. You know, and I know Eric is exploring something with that other guy, but that's how I see it and how I call it. But if they're not together, then Kendall does get off scot-free for me then. And it's all been sort of a ruse just to get him on the show. Then fair enough. But at the moment, I, I, we don't know whether that's true. So I've got to go off what we see on the screen. Yeah, and I, I don't think it's a good look either way, is it? No. <laughs> you know, they're either fooling us all, you know, that they're not a real couple and just having a great time and a, a lovely holiday, or that is something like what they are. Yeah. So, I, I don't know. I, I don't think we favour the blokes at all, to be honest. I, I think we call out each couple, and, and I think it's about 50-50, to be honest. In Chelsea and Tom, you know, I think Chelsea is the bigger problem in that relationship. With Erin and Corey, I think Erin is the bigger problem, and I think she recognises it. You know, if it was up to Corey, they wouldn't even be there. Um, Julian and Kristen, well, you know, we know we'll talk, I'm sure, a bit about Julian's indiscretions, and that's kind of why what's been holding Kristen back. But since he's been to the island, I don't think he's done anything wrong. Yeah. But, you know, the, the and the reason, honestly, we love this show, Chris, <laughs> is because of characters like Kendall. You know, it's not to say what he's doing is brilliant, but it's what makes this show as well, isn't it? So, you know, but I tell you what, I found interesting, quite early on at the start, you get this three-way conversation with Kendall, Alexis, and Nicole. I can see Alexis getting a bit more just irritated with Nicole hanging round 
you know, and and wanting to make it this thruple, and Alexis is like <laughs> not and being confused, and I think she's into Kendall, and Kendall's like, well, kind of like if a threesome's on the <laughs> on the table, like let's let's get get on with it. So, what what do you reckon of those three? Yeah, I think Alexis may have been playing a slight bit of a game that she is this more outgoing person than what she is because there's a proper jealous side to her actions in this day. There is. I'm not saying that, you know, she likes Kendall. She gets with Kendall. She knows Kendall's got a girlfriend. One of the girls calls Kendall out for the same thing, doesn't she, later on? She actually says that. Like, you, you, you're sort mm. of playing Alexis, but you're supposed to have a girlfriend on this island. And Nicole... Oh, I think that was Tula, wasn't it? Brilliant what she said. And Alexis actually walked off. Yeah, and Tula was brilliant what she said. She was absolutely on the money. And Dave, they've not given her enough airtime. She seems like a really cool person. You know, like, I'm not certain whether there's any connection with any of the guys because she was speaking to Kendall, but she proper spoke her mind on it. And I was like, you know what? Good on you because I don't believe Alexis is being completely truthful. I think she's bullshitting and she knows exactly what she's done. And I think Kendall's fell for it. Slightly, but the Nicole thing is just strange. She obviously wants this threesome as such, but Alexis is like, hang on, that's it, I'm out. And then she says, don't you, I want the relationship, I want this. That's fine, but you've created a massive problem for yourself within this island. I don't think Alexis is going to get the answers and, and, and the things that she wants, Dave. Yeah, I mean, she's, she's basically tapped up a bloke who's paired up with a girlfriend on a different part of the island and now she's got to that stage got past that kind of initial physical attraction stage and she's like well I, I just want the boyfriend now and I want him to be completely devoted and monogamous to me <laughs> you know and it's like well I think you bet on the wrong horse there love <laughs> just a little bit <laughs> that's what you know, but, you know <laughs> I said about Nicole straight away there were red flags for me when when she was bawling her eyes out because Corey chose someone else for a second date and she was going oh I love falling in love and she's almost doing the same here where she's like oh maybe I like Alexis and maybe I like you it's like oh fucking hell Chris these people do my head in they they want all the fish in the sea don't they (laughs) (laughs) don't you think no Dave and we call this out loads of times but it's the sheer hypocrisy of everybody in this villa and, and, and in general on these reality shows. Is it, I've said it before, but is it a, a testament to how we all live in real life? Because are we all the same where it's, so, it's you know, what's good for the goose isn't good for the gander? So, so it's all right for, say, me and you to get flirty with a girl. But as soon as our girls get with a guy and gets flirty, you're like, oh, vice versa. And that's all you ever see on these shows, don't you? Every Most of the couples... And they've showed little bits of videos. And there's only Julian and Kristen, which I can genuinely say there's not been really anything other than tonight was proper shit steering video. Is mm. all the others have one way or the other, one of the partners has been offended by the other one being flirty, but forgotten what they've been doing as well. And that's where I don't know whether that's an immaturity thing or what it's great TV. It's like you said, Kendall is absolute reality TV royalty for this because it, if he hadn't have done what he's done, as much as it's infidelity, this show would be fucking rubbish, Dave, to be honest. So it's it's, it's giving that drama that as a reality TV fan, I want, because you get so invested in these people that you're like, oh my God, that's disgusting. And then a week later, you're like, who, Kendall, who? You know, when the show's finished, everyone forgets who these people are. But 
I don't know when I watch it. I just sit there going, you you guys just don't have a mirror and you don't look at yourself and go, I might be at fault here as well. It's very bizarre. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, so uh, one of the interesting chats was Julian. So he was chatting about his infidelity and we'd heard about it, you know, from day one. Um, but not really any details. And I was saying to you, wasn't I, that, you know, him and Kristen have been together for so long, you know, maybe if it was something like, you know, at college or something like that, something very early in the relationship, it'd be very different to, let's say, it was last year, you know, 2020. Turns out it's around 2014, and he actually went into a few more details there, didn't he, about how it kind of happened so it, it sounded like it was this one-off thing and it sounds like he kind of regrets it and again I, I thought he was getting some good questions there about you know have you forgiven yourself for it you know and, and I, I it didn't seem like he had at all but again we got a few more details there about what this actually was what this thing was from Julian and Kristen's past yeah, and and he insinuated he was a friend as well, which which obviously that's where mm. Kristen has got this from. But Dave, it's seven years now. I'm not saying you would ever get over that type of infidelity. You'd always be there. But has this dynamic gone on for seven years? You know, with Kristen sort of not that look, she can blame him for what, what he did. It's completely wrong because obviously a trust has completely gone with him, but it's seven years. Surely she should have got to a point and said, you know what? I can't do this anymore. That's a lot. But obviously we don't know when it come out. He may have cheated in 2014. He may only have just owned up to this recently. So I can't Hmm. be too hard on her, but seven years is a long time for that to keep going because surely for her own happiness, she should have made that decision. She's known for that long that he isn't right for her. If she doesn't trust him, she's out. And that's what I don't get about that. Yeah, I mean, they've been together for 11 years in total, haven't they? Yeah. So, you know, they, they were together four years before it happened and then seven years after. So it, it's, I don't know. It, it it does seem a weird one. You'd have thought if they were going to split up, they'd have done it by now. Yeah, yeah. But I think I think they, they obviously have such strong feelings for each other. But this has just been a, a kind of anchor that's been dragging them back. Um, yeah, I, I still think they'll end up leaving the island together. But it'll be interesting to see, you know, do they really kind of get over this? You know, is, is Kristen going to have really seen enough yeah. from Julian? Because I, I, honestly, I don't know... Other than you know, wear a nun's outfit and sit on his own in his in his room all day and night. I, I don't know what he could have actually done that's different. No. You know, he, he's seems like he's being himself, which means you know having a good laugh, being you know part of a party atmosphere and stuff. That's kind of what the whole island experience is, isn't it? So yeah, he's joined in, but I don't think he's done anything wrong at all. No, and, and I know obviously the bonfires come at later than this, but I think it's a good point to talk about. Just Julian's video that Kirsten sees is mm. Kristen sees is that yeah, he, he has Sophia up, he's doing squats, he's a bit pissed, he's doing it. But that was all about when he'd won like a challenge when he did all that with the with the champagne. I remember watching it last week. He'd mm. done nothing. Even when the girls like Alexis and, and Nicole were getting it on right in front of him, 
if you remember, he hot-tailed yeah, it out the yeah. back of the pool because he does. He knows that it's going to reflect badly on him if he's egging him on. And if there is that issue with Kristen, then she's going to go mad. And, and he was so clever, Dave. He was enjoying himself, but that was literally the only time we've seen him let loose in the whole time he's been in the villa. And I know she doesn't see that, and we've got the hindsight of watching the show. Fucking clever editing from the producers. They can send Mark Warburg's going, what do you think about that? And I'm like, well, she's yeah. not fucking very happy, Mark. You know exactly how she feels. So it's clever editing that, I think, for Julian. But do you not think she really overreacted? I, and I'm not saying because of what's happened in the past, she shouldn't do, but... For that individual clip, it felt to me like she she massively overreacted for what it was. Yeah, it it did seem, and you're right actually. It did seem like she's been looking for something, look not necessarily to cheat on him, but something to justify her paranoia. And and like I say, he's brought that on her. So I, I don't know. I just mm. I, the more this goes on, we were talking last week saying, yeah, yeah, they should be. I think they'll be together and all this. After watching, it's like a roller coaster. You change my mind every episode, but after watching it tonight, <laughs> I don't know whether it is the right relationship because, you, like you say, you've been together eleven years. He cheated after four years of him being in a relationship. So for seven years, which is more than half the time, she's had that hanging over. If she found out immediately, we don't know that. But if she has, she spent more of the relationship, sort of worrying about what he's going to do mm. next and that. And that isn't any way to live for her or him. Yeah, the yeah. fact that he's in the wrong, we understand that. But but she she can't live like that. And that's what I think is really strange about the whole thing. Yeah. Yeah, I must admit, from... I mean, from that particular clip at the bonfire, I was thinking, well, they could end up together. But I'm not sure they... I'm not sure they should stay together. I don't necessarily think they should couple up with someone else on the island but you know it just seems to me that he's always going to be this i don't want to say party animal but someone who enjoys himself at parties you know a bit bit of an extrovert and whatever and Kristen comes across as much more of an introvert and would be quite happy you know not partying you know staying at home um and i just wonder if they're they're really that compatible yeah, because she says, doesn't she, about... And he even says that, like, he, he did take the piss out of her. She's just dead laid back. She'd let him go out with the guys. That other guy with the ponytail mm. was saying that. He might just think, well, she's not bothered. I can do whatever I want. Which, Jesse, yeah, I think. And I didn't think... Julian didn't disagree with him, Dave. I think, you know, Jesse yeah. nailed exactly what Julian's done in the past. But at the end of the day, it's great TV. And, and where they go now, he's gone completely 180 for me. I don't think they'll be together now. I've completely... <laughs> flipped it but uh yeah great and, and I, I tell you what dave as well if you, if you and i'm just moving on slightly but who is alex dave so he <laughs> he appeared like about episode two or something like that remember when uh there was those two guys was it trent, trent or, and the other one yeah so it's basically statler and waldorf wasn't it you know they suddenly were calling blake out for being fake i, I think it might have been episode three and they just appeared from nowhere. It's like, who the fuck? Who are you? <laughs> <laughs> and and that was it. They just literally showed up for a bit of drama. This guy, Alex, you know, he's a bit more laid back. He's got, you know, obviously been working out quite a bit. And he just starts chiming in uh, because the girls are having a chat. And then he's just making himself a drink or, or something to eat in the kitchen or whatever. And he says, you know, I don't think you you're going to like 
what I've got to say and, and starts calling Corey out for being boring. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was brilliant. And it, it was one of those, I, again, I'm going to assume that they've had a couple of beers, you know, a few glasses of alcohol, um, because it, they, they were just shouting at each other. And, and it's like, Erin's trying to shut him down and say, look, it's the end of it. And he keeps... He keeps going after her and say, "Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm not saying anything more. Look, I'm not saying anything <laughs> more." Yeah, I tell you what, I, it reminds me, Chris. Years ago, I was, I was in a nightclub, right, with a mate, and uh, we, we were just chatting, having a beer, just chilling out. But you know, it's eleven, twelve o'clock or something. So we'd had a couple, couple of things to drink. And my mate, he, I love him to bits, but he's a bit of a fucking dick sometimes. And uh, his name's Dave as well. And and it, we we were just there, and the bouncers chucked this bloke out for being a bit of a dick, right? And they, they marched him right past us. And my mate goes, oh, well done. <laughs> so something like that, right? And I was like, Dave, just fucking leave it. You know, stay out. And this guy is fucking big guy. He turned around to me, mate, and he goes, don't touch my shirt. And then he goes to walk off again. And my mate, like, grabs his arm and says, I didn't touch your shirt. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, Chris, after that point, it was almost like, it was like the Matrix when everything slows down. It's like, (laughs) (laughs) fucking... Me and him both got charged out the fucking fire doors, head first kind of thing. Right? I don't know. I'm like, I was just having a nice quiet drink there, and you fucking, why did you do that? It's it's like <laughs> the words that come out of his mouth were just like the opposite of what he did. And old Alex reminded me a bit of that here, where he's just like, he just. He's inadvertently, he keeps going, at, he keeps escalating. It, just fucking keep your gob shut and walk away. Yeah, and I, but I must admit though, Dave, I, he, I think he had a point. He didn't deal with it right, but she has said, Oh, he Corey, definitely did. She, she reacted there and it was like, that other lad that said, she has been calling boring. You've called him boring. And I think maybe, don't forget, they've probably been in there for four weeks and they've probably heard her slate Corey or whatever. And he's just gone, it's fucking boring, and and but he didn't do it right. He just carried it on. He's like a little Jack Russell, wasn't he? But we pretty much know that he's going to be the next one out the door, Dave. When these are voting, I think Erin, um, <laughs> <laughs> um, is it Erin? What's she called? Uh, she Erin, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. She's going to definitely champion him, Dave. He's gone a hundred percent. But but the thing is, I I a hundred percent agree with you, Chris. Alex was just he he was a bull in a china shop. But those guys don't know Corey. So where have they got this perception of it? Exactly. It's from fucking Erin's mouth. Yeah. That's where they've got that perception that he's boring because she keeps fucking saying it. Not necessarily in those words, but she keeps going on about it and that, you know, he doesn't have confidence in himself and this, that and the other. So, yeah, he, he definitely had a point. He just... <laughs> Sometimes it's better to just keep your gob shut. <laughs> yeah, don't say anything. I know that better than anybody. But, but again... We then get the date, Corey and Amanda, Dave, and, and she seems really into him there. I'm not saying he's going to do anything because he hasn't, Corey. He's been a good guy in there. But she is emotionally invested in him, and I think hmm. that might be something that he may say at the end. He may pursue that because he's, he seems to be getting the attention and the 
the sort of articulation with her that he doesn't get with Evan, I think. Yeah, and I think he kind of alluded to it a little bit, didn't he? He was saying that, you know, if he wasn't necessarily coupled up with Erin, then then he could see him developing a connection with her. And, you know, I think if he was going to do anything, he'd have done it by now, so I don't think he will. Um, but it will make him... It, it will make him think a bit. I think when they get outside you know, this environment, it, it'll make him think a little bit. And then especially, you know, that first argument that, that he has with Erin, he might just be thinking, you know what, it's, f- fuck this. Yeah. <laughs> I'm off. Um, but at a very minimum, you know, he's he's got a little bit of a confidence booster, hasn't he? He's, he's realised that he does have worth and uh, he doesn't need to be treated like shit. Yeah, no, no, that's right. And like we get to the bonfire then, Dave, and it's a double bonfire. We actually get it all nailed off in one episode, which is good. And it starts with the mm. girls, uh, with the guys watching the girls' videos. And we start with Kendall and he sees that conversation that she has with Jesse and she's holding her hands and she, you know, and obviously this is all after you know, she's seen the videos of him cheating and that. I think she's well within her rights to do that. But again, Kendall, you don't want to see her in some other guy's arms. And <laughs> even if she's doing it just for effect, just to say to him, you know, you've you've done the dirty on me on national TV. I don't think he's got much of a comeback, really, Dave. No, and, and you know, something's just come back to me, actually. You mentioned the conversation with, I'm, I'm sure it was Tula earlier on, and she was asking him, like, um, you know, what What if you'd have seen Erica in the same situation that you were in? Um, or what, what if she found something better? I think that was it, wasn't it? And he was like, nah, that's impossible. Yeah. <laughs> and I guess, you know, we, we've, we talked about abuse last week, didn't we? And you do sort of see... Whether you classify it as abuse or not, it is a massive power imbalance in that relationship, and and that's never going to be a healthy thing. So, um, yeah, he he's sort of he's not even entertaining the idea. Erica will play away. No. <laughs> I think he's just his mind is on having a bit of fun on the island, and then you know somehow twisting events when they get back together and he's expecting her to um to take him back yeah yeah we've said enough about that dave i think (laughs) we then get Corey sees erin and that footballer dude hasn't he gone dave so the footballer dude that whole thing we talked about last week you said about him stepping towards and she pushed him away she's like you're Mm. getting closer and i thought it was pretty lecchy from him when she came over talking and he put his hands on her ass and that I'd, I'd not really seen that the first time round. So I'd, I'd, mm. as much as she may have felt uncomfortable and she may have moved away and she may have thinking, but I thought it was him taking liberties with Erin more than it was, you know, in, her doing anything untoward because we've not seen that from her. You know, she was close mm. to Shaq and he's gone. She got rid of Shaq because of the temptation, I think. So, so yeah, I don't, I don't know what you thought about that. Yeah, I, I don't know if it was a temptation, but... Um... Yeah, I, I don't think... I mean, Corey didn't like what he saw, did he? Um, but then he didn't seem too rocked by it either. Mm. I, I think... I mean, it definitely was a bit lechy, wasn't it? Yeah. <laughs> I think on, in both clips by the... I, I can't remember his name, but I just remember he was the other footballer or college footballer. And so, yeah, I don't I don't think she did a, a lot wrong there. And, and Corey seemed 
that now you know he's kind of comfortable enough to to deal with that yeah yeah i think you're right i think you're right and, and, and it'll all come to pass at the end i think when they, they get to talk to each other we've seen that loads of times with these shows and i know yeah with julian and Kristen, we you know we talked about this earlier the same thing he, you know getting called out because she was so chilled and that you know and he sees that video and what she says and she says i'd rather us just be friends and if if that's how he feels. So, so that mm. that is where I think the doubt we were talking about earlier comes from. But, but Dave, we get to one of the climatic moments of the episode. Good old double standards, Chelsea, <laughs> and they show her with fake uh, Blake the fake Dave because I'm still sticking to that name. And he, he goes in for the kiss, and Tommy's like devastated, you know, and he, he sort of realizes what's going on, and he actually says it's not the kiss. It's more the actions and stuff like that around it that he's, he, and, mm. and I think that's probably where most people would see it as because he knows that she had been calling him rotten, you know, and he's not innocent. Yeah. He isn't innocent. I'm not going to sit here and say that, but he hasn't stepped over that line of getting completely physical with Sophia. I'm not saying emotionally yeah. he's not with her on a level. I don't necessarily trust her, Dave. I'm being honest with you. I think she's trying too hard with him even that mud wrestling thing whatever they were doing the, the, that was after he'd seen this video oh, even God. that was just ridiculous <laughs> fucking mud wrestling right do you not think he was going for it a bit too much there yeah he had to be like a fucking headlock or something I was like <laughs> what are you doing <laughs> Have you seen, I know I know you didn't like Dumb and Dumber I still think you're crazy for that but there's a there's a scene there where um him, uh, I think it's Lloyd. No, no, it's Harry and uh, Mary Swanson, and and they're you know in the uh, in the snow and that playing about in the snow, and then <laughs> he just gets this. She throws a little bit of like dusty snow at him, and it hits his jacket, and then he has a right face on him, right, and he packs this really tight snowball and just launches it at a face. <laughs> This this mud wrestling scene kind of reminded me a bit of that. Tom was just going way overboard. I think he was, he was proper like trying to trying to rub it in and make sure he won. Like, <laughs> yeah, because I th- he was thinking, right? I'll get you, Chelsea. You know, like <laughs> I think he thought it was her, but but yeah, that that was really bizarre. So he's seen all that now. He knows where that relationship could go. And then then we flip it on the, flip the coin and we get the girls then seeing the guys. So Erin starts off first, sees the conversation with Corey and that uh, girl you're saying about, you know, with the emotional mm. stuff. That's what's hurting her more. She sees it, how she's going to react on that, I don't know. But she knows this, this this same conversation with Corey has played out with different girls. So, so I don't think that's going to change. And I think they need to have a proper conversation at the end of this. Yeah, you know what irritated me here, though? I think Erin, again, calls out the fact that Corey didn't say in his little video message that he loved her. But she didn't in hers either. But she's still making a big thing about how he didn't say it. I'm just like, oh, you fucking hypocrite. Yeah. <laughs> you know, she's saying... She's saying the words that she's kind of... She realises she hasn't been treating him well and she's been bringing some of that negative baggage from previous relationships into this one but i still think when they get out of here i still think she's gonna treat him a bit like a puppy dog yeah just just from that little window there about you know she she just expects it she just expects that he'll say he loves her and whatever 
but she she wouldn't necessarily say that thing in in return yeah i think you're right and and then obviously we we go with erica and she's she's drops a comment in there that she's just like a mum, isn't she in, in mm. a behavior which that's a bit of a shocker so that's what i'm saying to you i'm not if they are a genuine couple and i'm not saying they are really because of what's gone on but if they are and we, we obviously we had that tremendous email last week about abuse and things like that you know, an abusive relationship, which was so insightful and brave as well to sort of bring that in, is actually, I still think she, there's a chance she's going to take him back. I really do. I don't know what, what Kendall keeps saying, but I just need to speak to her. I don't know how you can reprieve what he's done. I really don't. He needs to speak to her because he knows he can probably turn around. Yeah. He knows that you know, with other people, he thinks all these other people are in her ear and telling me, oh, ditch Kendall, you know, he's not good enough for you, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, if he gets some time with her, he can turn around. Um, and I just, there is no one, honestly, Chris, who can help Erica that is not Erica. Yeah. She, you know, again, I'm taking it on face value, it is an actual couple. Um, but, you know, again, they're really playing about with people if, if they are faking the whole thing you know this thing about her mum saying about her mum used to you know go on the sofa crying and stuff and then just say oh yeah everything's fine and saying I, I don't want to grow up I don't want to become that and yet she has become that yeah so she kind of knows what she needs to do um it's just going to be I'm not saying it's easy but you know she's got to be the one who says you know I, I deserve a bit more than this yeah, I agree. I agree. She she she's got to know her worth one way or the other, Dave. She has to stand up for herself. And, and yeah, I know. Obviously, you know, we we've talked about these two a lot. Erica and Kristen. We talked a lot. We talked about what had happened with Kristen. She sees the video. It triggers her because he's having a party. Very good framing. Very good editing. Totally. The only time that Julian has is let his hair down, literally, and he they, they put him there, and it was obvious. <laughs> but the one time he has a little bit of fun, there was nothing in it, and she should have seen if she'd realised that it was Sophia, who obviously Tom is the one who's who's emotionally with and doing the mud wrestling and all that stuff. So how that, you know, how she perceives that next week, I'm not sure. Yeah, I I don't know. Um... Like I say, I think I think they'll stay together. I just think I am undecided whether they should do. I, I just some of the things from this episode just make me think, you know, maybe they are just a bit comfortable, you know, maybe they they shouldn't necessarily be together and and as difficult as that would be to separate, um you know, if if he, he's always gonna be into the party, he's always gonna be into the um you know, into the nightlife and whatever. She's absolutely not part of that. Chris, what's it going to be like if they have kids? Yeah, exactly. You you know what it's like. <laughs> you know, it's it, you can't go out partying and stuff, and and life gets a lot harder, doesn't it? Yeah. You know, so and, and I think it it is really interesting the the fact that they've spent longer together with this infidelity shadow. Uh, you know being over their relationship than they were before that it just i don't know i, I don't hold out much hope for the long term for them to now no and yet last week I, I was probably like yourself i was probably like yeah they'll walk away and they'll probably <laughs> you know 
<laughs> be, be better forever. off from the experience. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm with you. I'm with you. And then finally, you know, Chelsea sees Tom doing that lap. I've got to say, the, the lap dance was cringy as fuck, Dave. I've got to say. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not the best at moving my hips, but I was like, wow, this is just proper cringe. You know, and she was loving it once you saw Fia throwing the old imaginary dollar bills at him and that. But, but I think, again, Tom knew what he was doing there with Chelsea. He's seen her kissing someone, so he's gone, fuck it, I'm going to try and get her back. So he does that. He's not kissed a girl yet. He's not done that. But Chelsea then sees it as it's Tom. He's in the wrong. There was no mention in her analysis of that, of what Blake had done to her. <laughs> yeah, not yeah. one bit. There was, And what I don't understand is the girls, just like the guys should have done with Kendall, the, the girls are not real friends because they've not held her to task. You know, I know Julian said and rolled his eyes a little bit with Corey when the whole Kendall situation happened with Alexis originally. They were in the, the van together, weren't they, coming back? And he sort of mm. looks as if to say, you actually for real. But nobody has truthfully gone to Kendall or gone to Chelsea now as a friend and said, well, actually, you're in the wrong or you, you haven't really got a leg to stand on. And that's where this whole reality fakeness thing comes in for me because nobody gives a shit about anybody. If you're a true friend, it was me and you and something like that, you put me to task straight away and I would mm. you. That's that's what friends do, don't you? Like, are you sure what you're doing is fucking right? You know the consequences. Nobody's even said that to either of them. Not that we've seen, anyway. I think... I think the girls, though... Mind you, they, they were all together initially, weren't they? I think all the girls have heard is just Chelsea's side of the story, though. Yes. Um, but... I don't know, I see, I'm, I'm going to backpedal a little bit from that, because even if they've just heard that, they've seen him, they've seen how she's been with Blake, but I guess, because, it's so difficult, isn't it, because these girls don't know Tom, you know, they've got, they've got a picture of him, they think they know who he is, because of Chelsea's description, so because, in, in Chelsea's words, he's such an untrustworthy, flirty scumbag, <laughs> you can see the other girls are probably like, well, yeah, if you have a connection with someone here, knock yourself out. You know, it's not for me, but, but you know, you seem to be getting on with Blake, uh, despite, you know, you were calling him fake not so long ago. Um, it was episode four, by the way, Chris. I was just <laughs> looking it up. Yeah. So, you know, just go for it. So, yeah, no one has had a word with Chelsea, but I think part of that is because they've built up this perception about what Tom is. That's not the same Tom that we see, you know. Um, so yeah, all a bunch of fucking hypocrites, Chris. Every one of them. Every one of them, Dave. So, Dave, we're getting towards the end of this series now. I think we've only got a couple left, haven't we? And it... uh, let me think. That was that was the tables have turned. We've got nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Oh, so we've got four left. Oh, so there's definitely time for a punch up and someone else to cheat on someone. Oh, that's good. I do you not think though, apart from Apart from Kendall, it's all just a little bit tame, isn't it, this mm, year? Yeah. I said that to you. If Kendall wasn't doing his yeah. thing, we wouldn't have the Temptation Island we know from the previous... I'm not saying every episode was dynamite in the previous seasons, but there seemed to be more than one relationship was at risk, you know, mm. one way or the other. There was a few like that, yeah. whereas this series, it's literally only really been them two. Yeah. Yeah. Now, all the other, the other three couples seem fairly... I wouldn't say rock steady, but at least, you know, yeah. they're probably not going to stray. 
Well, I say that. Chelsea, definitely. But, you know, again, they'd they'd already... Already. They'd only been together for a year, hadn't they? And it, it was... That is the one couple, Chris, I will say, that I'm just very sceptical about. You know, how, how much of a couple they were. Given how kind of, you know, snarky they were with each other. To be like that after a year. The fact they're in LA, aspiring actors... Yeah, it just doesn't ring true to me. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. I agree, Dave. I agree. So, Dave, we've had an email from our wonderful nice. patron, Lauren. Now, obviously, me and Lauren are frenemies at the best of times. So, but he's, you know, I've been bigging <laughs> Lauren up the last few weeks because she has been buying us a coffee each episode as our Patreon. If you do want to support us, guys, by the way, patreon.com forward slash CD Reality Cast. And before I read it, Dave, big thanks to Lauren as always. Uh, uh, executive producers, we've got uh, Lulu Green, and we've also got the wonderful Kent Gustafsson as well. So thank you guys for supporting us. But however, Lauren thought, you know what? I'm going to send an email into young Chris. So Dave, I'm going to read this one out. It's usually you reading this out when Lauren sends it and pissing yourself, but I'm going to read this one. <laughs> and it's entitled Foiled. Well, Chris, it seems the mind control drugs I've been slipping into your Patreon coffees haven't had this desired effect. Or maybe they don't work when mixed with massive exposure to real housewives of Kardashian married to medicine, <laughs> carcinogenic radiation. Either way, damn it, I will have to concede. I've lost this week's battle for your soul, but not the war, Christopher, not the war. Keep calling me Christopher and you're definitely going to be at, we're going to be at war. <clears throat> I think that's deliberate. Yeah, I know it is. I know exactly why. <laughs> She's triggering me, Dave. She's triggering me. But what I'm referring to is, Chris, is that you were sincerely bewildered as to why Erin would send Shaq home, the one genuine suitor you said, in this sea of single male douchebaggery. Chris, I beg of you, please go back to standing Chasson as your ideal home and humanoid. All right, all right. Chasson was a legend with his... Chasson. Chasson, sorry. With, with his, his whole Val Kilmer look, Dave. I'll take his San Diego dying of first bro smuggery over toxic Shaq any day. Shaq is the man in the bar who offers you to buy a drink and when you politely decline, pops off into an explosive laden rant about how you think you're such hot shit and what an elitist little bitch you are. On Temptation Island, he barnacled himself onto Erin and tried to strangle her with slimy attention despite her repeatedly telling him she had no romantic interest. His response to that? In interviews, he concluded that obviously poor Whittle... Whittle? I don't even know. Whittle Erin has the... Female brain disease. Like like, li like Liddle. Liddle, like Whiddle. Yeah, Poor Whiddle. Whiddle. Okay. <laughs> Dave, you, you, yeah, if you say speak like that, Dave, Whiddle. 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 <laughs> right. It's baby, baby talk, isn't it? Like Claire, Claire and Dale. Just think Claire and Dale. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay. Well, I've got some news, actually. Right, right, whoa, whoa, I saw whoa, something. Right, I'll get through this, but I'll, I'll tell you after. Let, let me just get through this slating off Lauren, Dave, and then, then, when, I'm, then <laughs> when I'm picking myself up off the floor, you can tell. So, Erin <laughs> has that, that female brain disease where it's not she isn't into him, it's that she doesn't know she wants him yet, and the solution is ooze all around her more until she inevitably gives in to me. Let's also not forget that this is the man who started the season with the also genuine comment that his goal on the show was to fertilise one of these women. <laughs> Erin had to literally <laughs> evict Shaq from the island to get him to respect a boundary. And your reaction? Well, he isn't throwing champagne in the air or starting fights and appears moderately cordial, so I don't know why she didn't keep him around and give him a chance. 
Chris, is there a t- tequila level Patreon? I hate alcohol master mind control drugs better. <laughs> I think I need to up the dosage. The wonderful Joan of Arc battling Christian soul. So thank you, Lauren. Another amazing email. Stop putting words in that. I don't know what they mean as well. <laughs> but amazing. So Dave, I'm just going to pick myself up off the floor. What news have you got for us? So, that's brilliant. And I did wonder as well, you know, Shaq, because I think it was episode two or it, it was the second dates wasn't it um both erin and chelsea chose different people and that's where Sha- shaquille and uh blake started to get the ump then didn't they and like shaquille um ended up in an argument with erica and i i just one day he's, he's just like a fake nice guy you know he's trying to act all nice but then you know turns very quickly Chris, the news I saw this morning, uh, very briefly on uh, uh, on Instagram. Matt from back, the last season twenty five of The Bachelor has been spotted with Rachel Kirkconnell. Ah, so that might not be quite as done and dusted as as we thought it was. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Interesting. hot off the press. So I guess let, let's see what happens there. But yeah, I thought that one was, was in the bin, um, but it appears it might not be. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. <Yeah. laughs> there you go. Breaking news, Chris. You can get on with your life again now. No, no, Dave. Why didn't you say that so I didn't have to read Lauren's email out? I'm still smarting from that. But anyway, if you want to email us like Lauren has, and it was a great email, to be fair cdrealitycast at gmail.com if you want to email us and all if you don't want to email us I've just said that if you want to she's got me all flustered now Dave if you want to follow us on social media <laughs> at cdrealitycast and like I say patreon.com forward slash cdrealitycast amazing Dave a great episode again awesome and also check out our Facebook page I don't think you mentioned that one did you so nope. Chris and Dave's reality TV cast if you head over there and join the group uh, getting on the discussion and uh, let me just check i don't think we've had any new reviews nope so no no new reviews this week so if you do drop us an itunes review that'd be lovely um chris i think that's us for this week isn't it it is my friend and we'll see you all next time bye now <laughs>